Welcome back, everybody, to the Pitch Blitz Morning Show. I am your host, as always, Blaze Tambori. Transfers galore around the world. Coaches were sacked. Coaches were hired. Ten Hag is set to begin at United, hoping to not get fired. Haaland heads to Manchester, where he hopes to win a trophy. Sterling heads to London, hoping to not be a catastrophe. Ronaldo wants Champions League football, so Man U is not for him. Where could he go? Barca? Chelsea? Maybe to Berlin? Conte and Spurs go big for better players, but will it be enough to get in the top three layers? Lukaku heads back to Milan. Like an ex-girlfriend, he just can't move on. Insigne wants MLS football. America is sure happy to have the Italian. Does this mean USA soccer will finally be a football stallion? Nunez heads to Anfield, hoping to lift the spirits of the Reds. While Real sign more midfielders, does this mean they're the best of the best? Haller heads to Dortmund, hoping to become a prodigy, while Kessier hopes to not be part of Barca's apology. Tyler Adams and Aronson head to Leeds United, where Jesse Marsh and the boys hope to break the top 10, just like how it used to be. That's all that I could fit into this rhyme, but if you stick around this podcast, I promise you it'll be sublime. What's going on, everybody? Thank you very much for tuning in to this week's edition of the Pitch Blitz Morning Show. Like I mentioned in the intro, a lot has been happening so far in the summer transfer window. We are heading into the about mid-July, uh, and we ha- already have some definite transfers. Uh, some big names are leaving, um, and I'm going to start right in the heart of the Premier League with uh, one of the best players in the world right now, Cristiano Ronaldo. He stated that he wants a move out of Real Madrid. He said that uh, he wants Champions League football, and you can't really blame him when you're the best player in the world. Uh, so as we know, Manchester United missed out on Champions League football for this coming season. Uh, they just got in last season, um, so it was kind of uh, lucky for them to to reach the Champions League last year. But um, with Eric Ten Hag, he's bringing in a lot of new players. He's His focus right now is not Cristiano Ronaldo. His focus right now is to grow the club with younger guys. Um, they got Alanga up up top. They also got Anthony Martial. They still got Marcus Rashford, Jesse Lingard. Jesse Lingard is linked uh, with a moves elsewhere. Um, so Cristiano Ronaldo is 37 years old. He's going to have a lot of thinking to do. Um, and also a lot of other teams are. The teams that have been rumored or linked with Cristiano Ronaldo are going to have to think, is this guy in it for the long haul, or are we just focused on winning right now, today, tomorrow, the next week? Um, that's one of the, the toughest things about signing a player in Cristiano Ronaldo is that the future is not guaranteed for him, and you're not sure what is going to happen. Um, so I think Manchester United front office has stated several times that they have no intentions on selling uh, the the Portuguese star. However, Cristiano Ronaldo said that he is not going to travel with the team. He's not going to practice, train, play any games with the team. Uh, they said that if, if they do not sell him, he's not going to step foot on the training ground no matter what. So I'm not sure if there's, you know, legal stuff that gets involved there or, or what, but uh, Cristiano Ronaldo has mentioned several times uh, that he wants out of Manchester United. Uh, Old Trafford is just not for him anymore, considering that they are no longer in the Champions League. However, Cristiano Ronaldo also told Real Madrid, or he, he told um, the news that Real Madrid is his best option to return. 
he wouldn't go back to Juventus. He, at the moment, he would not go back to uh, sporting in Portugal. Ronaldo thinks that his best option would be back in, in uh, Santiago Bernabeu. So whether or not that works out, that's all up to him. But um, personally, I think that Ronaldo needs to go somewhere else. Go to Chelsea. Go to Chelsea for a year. Chelsea just got rid of Lukaku. Timo Werner definitely did not strut his stuff last year. So there's not a lot of promise with him. And they just signed Raheem Sterling, one of the best wingers in the world, and he's still young. So Chelsea have a great team. They did just get rid of uh, Andreas Christensen and Antonio Rudiger. Both of them went to the El Clasico sides. Um, but I think when you're 37 years old and you know, you're know you not the same value you were five, six, seven years ago, um, you know, take what you can get. Don't be picky. I don't blame him whatsoever for wanting out of Manchester United. Um, so, yeah, so whatever Cristiano Ronaldo does, um, you know, I'm going to be following it uh, like white on rice. But uh, I'm also going to want to make sure that I'm getting paid the right amount. You know, I'm, I'm not going to leave Manchester United where I was getting paid a decent, a decent load. And then I'm going to go to Chelsea and I'm going to be forced to take a, a, a price cut. So all of those things are, are what Cristiano Ronaldo is going to have to be thinking of. Uh, now we're going to switch gears a little bit and we're going to head to the noisy neighbors in Manchester City. Uh, they, they made a lot of moves so far, um, signing uh, Erling Haaland, the prolific striker from Borussia Dortmund. Um, he's practically scored or assisted in every single game that he's ever played in. Uh, the stat is 62 games and 61 goals and 27 assists. Uh, stats speak for themselves there. Um, there's nothing that you can argue against. Uh, you can really only speak in favor of, of Erling Haaland. He's a good guy. Um, he's still very, very young. His father played for Manchester City. So a lot of things uh, came into effect or I, I should say a lot of things kind of worked out in Haaland's favor uh, signing for, for Manchester City. Um, as we all know, Manchester City was only, they only had to sign him for 60 million pounds when his price tag was 150 million pounds. Uh, that is because he had six months or less on his contract. Uh, and that's just the, the law in, in the sport of football if you want to buy someone. Uh, so they got a steal there, no doubt about it. Um, and then Gabriel Jesus, he's out of Manchester. He has signed a, I believe it was a five-year deal with uh, Arsenal. Um, and he's joining the two other Gabbies at, uh, at, at Arsenal. And honestly, I, I think this was the best spot for him. He wasn't playing a lot in Manchester City when they didn't have a striker. And now that they have a striker especially it being Erling Haaland. I really think that that uh, Gabriel Jesus, this was this was the best move for him. Uh, he's still young. He's very talented. Uh, I've, I've always said that he was one of the most underrated players on the Manchester City squad for several years. Several years. I mean, he came straight from Brazil, um, and he, he really worked his way up. And so I think Arsenal, this was a great signing for him. The head coach there is Michael Arteta. He was with Gabby at, at Manchester City. Um, and Arsenal, I, I think, are going to be one of the teams to look out for this season. I think they don't have, when you look at their at their roster, they don't have anyone that truly stands out to you. Yeah, maybe Bukayo Saka, uh, Naketia, 
But nothing really stands out to you. However, they're young. They're young and they're talented. And I think this coming year will be the year that we see them truly sprout and, and uh, truly excel in the, in the Premier League this season. Um, now we head out to the winger. Like I just mentioned, Raheem Sterling is out of Manchester City as well. He is headed to Chelsea. Um, good signing for Chelsea. Raheem Sterling really wasn't getting that much playing time at Manchester City, uh, especially with Phil Foden, Jack Grealish coming into the picture, and Riyad Mahrez. Um, so good signing for, for the Blues. Also, some news that just came out of the camp is that Bernardo Silva is not happy, and he wants a move to Barcelona. Whether or not that move works out, uh, you can't really blame the guy because, for this exact reason, is that just like Sterling, he wasn't really getting that much playing time. Uh, when he did come in, he he always changed the game. He always had that that one through ball to to win the game, or uh, you know he always had that one shot that won the game. Or you know as soon as he said he was one of those guys that as soon as he stepped onto the field, you knew something crazy was going to happen, or you knew some you knew that your team was going to somehow pull out, and that's exactly what they did. Um, I've always liked Bernardo Silva. Um, honestly, he was one of my favorite guys on Manchester City. But the same thing with Gabriel Jesus, you, you want the best for him. And you know that him staying at Manchester City, not really getting a lot of playing time, you know, younger guys playing above you, uh, it, it's, it's, it's aggravating. It's frustrating, uh, especially when you came to the club from Benfica with the, the mindset that as soon as you get to the club, you're going to be starting. You're going to be in that top 11, uh, you know, and, and you're not going to leave. You're, you're a crucial, crucial player for the, for the team. And he was for the, about the first two, three seasons at Manchester City. And then once they signed Riyad Mahrez, it, they, they kind of all changed. Um, and, and as soon as that all changed, Riyad Mahrez kind of took that, that top role. Um, so whatever happens with Bernardo Silva, uh, obviously, you know, I wish him the best. I wish that he stays with Manchester City. Um, but... But, yeah, so I, I, I really wish all the best for uh, Bernardo Silva. Um, heading into a little below, not a little, one point below Manchester City is Liverpool. Liverpool was not very eager in the market. Are they ever, though? No. Uh, they signed uh, Darwin Nunez, the striker. Young, 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 prolific striker. Uh, he has a lot of potential, and I think working with Luis Diaz and Mohamed Salah and uh, Hendo and, and Fabinho, I really think that Darwin Nunez will only grow here. Uh, this won't be a Minamino effect where, you know, there's a lot of praise and then you get to the club and then you're just, I'm not sure what happened to Minamino. He's now out of the club because they just sold him about two weeks ago. Um, but I I truly think that Darwin Nunez is... He's going to excel, and he's going to whatever standards and expectations the fans have or critics have. I, I truly think that he's going to fulfill them, uh, if not go ab- beyond, uh, above and beyond those expectations. Um, so I think that was a good signing by uh, Liverpool. Um, they made no other changes to their lineup, just like I said, getting rid of Minamito and Sadio Mane. Uh, big, big, big loss there for, for Liverpool. Um, I don't really know how I forgot about that. Um, but Sadio Mane is headed to, to Bayern Munich. Uh, I think it was about a $32 million pound transfer release. Um, 
and he's headed to the to the German Giants. Uh, I, I this was the last thing that I expected to see, uh, f- not only from Bayern Munich but also from Stadio. I did not notice that he was upset. Did I thought he was getting enough playing time? Um, but I also think that when you're playing with Mohamed Salah, and he's said this several times, Mohamed Salah can be a little bit of a ball hog sometimes, and that really is any great player on the on the field though. You know, if you're the best player in the world, you know, I I'm I would keep the ball too with me. I wouldn't want to give it up. If I know that I have the best chance of scoring on this team, I'm going to take the ball and shoot. Um and so there were several several highlights of uh, that exact thing happening. Sadio Mane would be on the flank, he would come inside to the box, he would square up, shoot, miss, and Sadio Mane, you would see him wide open uh right next to him. So I can understand uh, Sadio's frustration. Um, signing with Bayern Munich, it's going to be a good challenge for him. He's definitely going to win some trophies there. Um, so, yeah, so I, 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 think, uh, I think Sadio Mane leaving was honestly the best-case scenario for, for Liverpool. Uh, maybe a little bit more money, but I do think it was the best-case scenario. Um, and now we head to Chelsea. Chelsea, Andreas Christensen is out. Antonio Rudiger is out. Uh, in the During the season, Kurt Zuma was out. Uh, they just signed uh, Raheem Sterling. And they also got rid of Romelu Lukaku on loan back home to Inter Milan. Uh, Romelu Lukaku was one of the biggest busts of the season, um, if not one of the biggest busts in Chelsea's history as a club. I Chelsea, I thought, had the the... Top two in the bag, um, especially when you saw Manchester City kind of struggling midseason, and then uh, once Liverpool started to catch up to Manchester City, you saw Chelsea just completely drop. Uh, it almost got to the point where Chelsea was getting close to like Arsenal, Tottenham, Wolves area um, in like the the sixth, seventh, eighth spot. And you were you were kind of worried because this these this is the team that won the Champions League last year. So if this is the team that won the Champions League, then you know Manchester City should have won that game last year. Um, but that's all that I'm going to say about that. <laughs> but uh, so Chelsea needs some work to do. Um, they are newly owned by I forget the the last name of the of the man who just bought Chelsea from Roman Abramovich. Um, but this man also owns uh, the Dodgers and a few other teams. Um, so I, all I know is that he's a big spender, and them signing Raheem Sterling is only one of the many things to come uh, for the club. Finally, let's head over to Tottenham Hotspur. Antonio Conte was finally given the green light to sign some players, and boy did he. he ta- he's gotten Richarlison, Kulisevsky, uh I really think Richarlison was was one of the steals of the um, transfer market. I think, well, below Erling Haaland. Uh, Richarlison has always been one of my favorite Brazilians in the Premier League, and I think that him up there with, with Son and and Kane, put him on the left wing, he'll make something happen. And I was talking to a, a Spurs fan the other day, and they were saying, well, you know, we can't take out Kulisevsky for him. Well, no, you you can't. You don't have to take out Kulisevsky for him, but at the same time, you also want both of those players on the field at the same time. Drop Kulisevsky. I would much rather have Rashalson up top than Kulisevsky. 
and I and that's saying a lot because I really enjoy watching Kulisevsky play. I think Kulisevsky is one of the underrated players in in the uh, in in the Premier League. Yeah, he's he's a little hot headed. Him and Dominic Calvert Lewin at Everton, uh, they were a little hot headed. Um, but I I really do feel that you know if you if you leave. Uh, you, you know, you can't even really say if you leave Harry Kane in the middle. If Hong Min Song were, were to drop on the and go to the right side and then put uh, Richarlison on the left side, I think that's their best bet. And then uh, in midfield, it's it's really tough because so Hoiberg is going to be in your CDM role. Um, you know, Harry Winks is going to be a bench player. They also have Brian Heal. Uh, Giovanni Lachelso really isn't that good. Um, Steven Bergwijn is out, so you don't have to worry about him on the right wing anymore. Um, I also really liked him at Tottenham. I thought he was always a great player. Um, he really saved Tottenham more than once. Um, but the, now they also have Bentoncourt in the midfield. So I say Bentoncourt, Hoybeg, and Kulisevsky in midfield, and then uh, left wing, Richarlison, and then in the center forward, Harry Kane as always, and then on the right wing, uh, uh Min Son. So I think Tottenham's going to actually be a little bit better um, this year, and I think that they, this could be the year. Uh, this is a a crazy prediction, but I do feel, I do think that the way Antonio Conte has worked in his previous managerial spots uh, with the teams that he's had, I think this could be. Tottenham's year I think maybe not win it all but maybe they could win the FA Cup maybe they could finish you know third in the league maybe you know get back to the to the 2017 2016 years uh you know where all they did was seem to to win and beat the big beat the big teams and they also beat Manchester City last year twice and they they tied with Liverpool twice I'd also just like to touch on Leeds United right now. Jesse Marsh, the head coach there, he's the American, as we all know. He coached at RB Leipzig. He's now with Leeds. Uh, as we all know, Leeds United just just got by and survived the uh, relegation race. Uh, they finished, I believe it was either 16th or 17th place last year. Um, and recently they've signed the two Americans, Brendan Aronson and Tyler Adams. Uh, Brendan Aronson, he's only 21 years old. His market value is twenty seven five. They bought him for thirty six million. Uh, just a great steal there, and I really do think that this could be Leeds United's year, where they could make a good impact. They could finish top fifteen, top ten even. Um, so I I really like the work at uh, at Leeds United. Um, also, one of the one of the biggest or one of the teams that I I enjoy watching most right now is Newcastle United. Uh, they really weren't that busy in the transfer market. Uh, they got Sven Botman from Lille and uh, Matt Target from Aston Villa. Besides that, that's really all Newcastle did now. And now we have Nottingham Forest back in the Premier League for the first time in way too long. Uh, so obviously any team that comes up to the Premier League, they want to make some moves. They want to uh, strengthen their, their lineup. That's exactly what Nottingham Forest did. It'll be interesting to see what they do if they're able to stay up. Uh, if they're going to be just another Norwich City or if they're going to be a Brentford and kind of hold their own and do well in the Premier League. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, Southampton, uh, 
Fraser Forrester, he's gone. He's going to Spurs. Harry Lewis is out. He's going to Bradford. Uh, that's really it for for Southampton. Uh, West Ham, Alphonso Ari- they signed Alfonso Ariola from PSG. Um, that was off of the the loan that they had for him or with him. Uh, and for Wolverhampton Warriors, uh, they just signed Adama Traore again, uh, so he's back. Um, and Francisco, I'm sorry, Francisco Trincao, uh, he will also be gone. Uh, they had him on loan from Barcelona, and he is going back to Barca. Um, they also got rid of uh, Roman Saiz, and, uh, which is the definition of good business. Um, but unfortunately, guys, that is all that I have for you guys today on the transfer rumors and definite transfers in the Premier League. Thank you all very much for tuning in today. I do appreciate it. Please feel free to reach out to me um, on Instagram at the pitch blitz with a Z. Please reach out to me. Uh, let me know if I if I forgot a uh, if I forgot a rumor if I forgot a transfer or anything. Uh, I do appreciate all your guys' support, um, and I will see you all next week. Thanks for tuning in.